0: Lucy, And I'm Diana, and I, you know, like Lucy. And this is My Favorite Redhead, the podcast where I show Diana every I Love Lucy episode in order, and then we discuss them together until she, and all of you, love Lucy too.
1: This week's episode is number 16, Lucy Goes to the Hospital. I think this is one we've all been waiting for. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think certainly the Ricardos have been waiting for this one. So, the episode begins with Ricky making these grotesque faces. He's mimicking these African tribal masks. Yeah. You know, they look that way for a reason. It's like, kabuki art looks that Mm -hmm. way for a reason. Like, the comedy tragedy masks. Like, there's a reason that...
0: Yeah. Sometimes different cultures have different art
1: yeah, And it's not because they're unsophisticated. Mm-hmm. It's because they have a reason. It's mm-hmm. symbolic. But, you know, history, yikes. <laughs> so anyway, he's making faces into a mirror. And Lucy comes in and she says she's feeling funny and Ricky freaks out. And he's hovering. She's trying to knit this little thing, right? And he's just, like, staring at her. And she's like, dude, you gotta calm down. <laughs> but he's like, okay, okay, okay. And he just, like, continues to stare at her. She tells him, why don't you just go to the club? It's going to be fine. He, he's like, no, but I need to be here for you. And she's like, yeah, but like it can, we don't even know if it's going to be today. Like it could be days from now and it's opening night at the club. So he's like, he wants to be there for her, but she is driving her crazy. So she asks him to go get her some milk and cookies. And while he's gone, she calls Ethel to come up and distract him. So the mercies are very casual because. Lucy specified that they should be casual, but Ricky's like, why aren't you guys freaking out? Like I said, she's going to have a baby any minute. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Like bitches you know having that's babies. Gonna
0: happen eventually. Jeez. Yeah. Like that's event.
1: <laughs> I mean, she can't just carry on like this forever, like Violet Beauregard, <laughs> but then eventually they just all start staring at her and Ethel can't stand it. She just blurts it out. And that now they're all panicking. So she's like, "You know what? I'm going to go have a nap because you're all driving me crazy." So she goes back into the bedroom and Ricky's like, "I think we should have a rehearsal." And they're like, "Well, we have it streamlined though because mm-hmm. we know what all to do." And he's like, "Yeah, but we don't know like who's going to call the doctor, who's going to call the cab, who's going to do whatever." And so they're like, "All right, fine. Let's rehearse." So they have it down and it's a pretty they've got it down to a couple of seconds. And Fred said, we have to make sure that we stay calm because we don't want to upset her. And that was when I knew. (laughs) I have a finely honed sense for these things. So they're all very excited. They're all just sitting they there like, can you imagine there's going to be a baby? And then Lucy comes out and she's like, okay, it's happening. And of course, it's just pandemonium. It's just immediately (laughs) chaos. People are tripping all over themselves. Like somebody busts open Lucy's suitcase Ricky's trying to put her coat on Fred, and eventually they all run out and just leave her there, and she's like, don't go without So they have to come back, and then Ricky tries to throw the actual phone, which has a cord, remember, in the suitcase, but it's, it's just a whole thing. So they get down to the hospital, and they actually have to wheel Ricky in in the wheelchair because he, like, lost consciousness on the way over. Lucy, of course, is walking because pregnant people are super people. So they're checking in, and then they really they really struggle to part. They just keep coming back for kisses and like making eyes at each other, and it's very cute. So then the nurse sends Ricky to the father's waiting room, and there's this other dude in there, and again, I have to disclose, I have seen some scenes from this episode. It's hard to exist out there in the world, yeah. and not having seen some episodes, or scenes from episodes. So they struggle to make, like awkward man chat and it's just weird. So Ricky says, Ricky calls Fred and says he forgot his briefcase full of makeup and asks Fred to bring it down to him. So Fred does that and Ricky decides he's going to pin on makeup in the men's bathroom and he sends Fred to go have small talk with the other guy. So his name is Mr. Stanley and he's pissed off because he already has six daughters because, you know, Girls are a terrible calamity. You don't want to have girl children. It's the worst thing that can happen to a man.
0: Yeah, it's a disgrace.
1: Yeah. So the nurse comes in to tell him that the baby has come, and he's very excited because he's thinking, this is it, this is finally his boy. But it isn't. It's three more girls. (laughs) And he's, you know, appropriately overjoyed at the arrival of three new children. Yes. And he doesn't storm off in a huff because girls are just such an inconvenience.
0: Yeah, he was super chill about it.
1: Yeah, it was great. We love to see that. <laughs> so Ricky comes out, and he scares Fred with his makeup, and, but he has to go. He really feels bad that he has to leave Lucy, so he's leaving Fred, and He he's scared the shit out of a nurse. And then the boys leave to go get Ricky a cab, and a police officer, with his gun out in the maternity ward, right, comes back in with the nurse, and they decide to search the hospital for whatever person looking the way that Ricky did in that moment. Yeah. Racism, yikes. Yeah. I don't even know, I don't I mean, obviously we're calling that racism, mm-hmm. but that's an unidentifiable, I'm not really sure.
0: Yeah, it was, I'm not exactly sure what culture that was, so, yeah. like, we can hone in on what kind of racism that was, but yeah. it still feels uncomfortable.
1: It It feels like, Given the African masks he was looking at earlier, it feels like that level of... But it's just... It was just animalistic in general.
0: And I wonder if he was doing, like, some Afro-Cuban thing because yeah. he was singing Babaloo. Right. And he obviously was looking at African masks. So I'm not sure what exactly he was trying to land on. Probably something like that. But yeah.
1: There was just a lot of fangs it, and wild yeah, eyes. Yeah, It was and- wild. So it's, hair. yeah, it's hard to pinpoint which culture specifically he was abusing, but <laughs> anyway, scary face. So he does, uh, we have a little sort of a musical scene of him doing Babalu at the Tropicana and he gets called away to take a call because Fred says the baby has arrived. So he runs back out on stage to tell the orchestra and the people of the band and the people That his baby arrived, and they're like, well, what is it? And he's like, shit, I forgot to ask. He didn't say shit. I swear, like a (laughs) sailor. He said, oh, I forgot to ask. And uh, so he rushes back to the hospital, still in full dress, by the way. And uh, he's apprehended by the security (laughs) officer, of course. But Ethel is there to vouch for him. And so the nurse brings the baby to the window... And, um, the, they all stand there, Ricky in his horrible getup and the two Mertzes <laughs> making goo-goo eyes at the baby and then Ricky faints.
0: Yeah, he was super chill about it. Yeah. Also, I think they know about the swearing like a sailor because we both do that and that's why the show is rated explicit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, because I felt, I was paraphrasing yeah. Ricky at the moment, I had to be like, this is 1953, he did not say shit Yeah. <laughs> on stage in front of all those people
0: should have though. I know. But anyways, this episode aired January 19th, 1953 and was filmed on November 14th, 1952 when I think Lucy was seven months pregnant in real life. Oh, I was
1: wondering what they were going to do about that bump. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they had to be very creative about their filming schedule. hmm it was written by Jess Oppenheimer, Madeline Pugh, and Bob Carroll Jr. and directed by William Asher. So this episode aired the same day that Desi Arnaz Jr. was born. Lucy knew she'd need a C section and her OBGYN only scheduled C sections on Mondays. Mm-hmm. And that was also fresh. Yeah. <laughs> that was also the day the show aired. So they were able to arrange it so that the Arnaz baby and Ricardo baby arrived on the same day.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. And it's estimated that between 72 to 74% of American homes with TVs watched this episode the night it aired, which is really staggering when you think about it. And more people watched it that night than watched the inauguration of President Eisenhower literally the next day.
1: That's what I remember it was, the the statistic on mm. the comparison of how many people watched it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At one point, they thought they might film two endings for this episode. One where Lucy has a boy and one where she has a girl. And then they would swap in the ending that corresponded with the actual baby that Lucille Ball had. Because, you know, back then, they didn't really have ultrasounds to be Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, it's going to be a boy. If you're
1: carrying low, it's a boy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So they were going to do that, but then they eventually decided, like, no, whichever kind of baby Lucille Ball has in real life, we're gonna have the baby on the show be a boy because the stories that we want to do will be probably more comedic with the boy mm. and that just worked more with what they had planned and also i guess they were a little worried about how lucy arnaz their daughter would feel if they had a little girl on the show which is funny because desi arnaz jr did certainly feel a whole type of way about them having a little boy on the show that wasn't him and people coming up to him in real life and calling him Little Ricky Uh all the way up until he was grown. But it's a whole thing. But, yeah, and also Desi did hope for a boy in real life because he already had a girl and he wanted someone to carry on his family name, which Desi Arnaz Jr. has been very fruitful and has carried it (laughs) on. so good
1: for him interesting fact, this is unrelated, but in Guatemala, and I believe in Spain, when a woman gets married, she doesn't change her name. Mm-hmm. She just tacks her husband's name onto the end of her yeah. name.
0: Yeah, I know it's that way in a lot of yeah. Latin American cultures.
1: I always thought that was very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so the sex of the baby was supposed to be a big surprise, but some newspapers did find out, and it was even revealed in the I Love Lucy comic strip that morning. So people, some people knew going into the episode it was going to be a boy. And also Vivian Vance apparently had a dream like the night before the baby was born and she dreamed that Lucy came to her in this like beautiful white dress and she was like, Viv, I had a boy.
1: That's so sweet.
0: Yeah. So there's just a lot of people getting visions and dreams on this podcast. Lucy got a dream from Carol Lombard that told her to go ahead with the show, Viv and Lucy and the baby, me and the Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) (laughs) the whole thing. And yeah, it was really sweet actually because Lucy and the baby received so many flowers at the hospital from fans and well wishers and all that that it like filled their hospital room and the hallway outside the room. That's cute. Yeah. And her real life doctor was named Joe Harris. Mm. So they referenced him in the episode since they always like to use the Imagine a fan
1: getting that doctor later. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The Doctor Harris?
1: I wonder how many little Rickies he delivered.
0: Yeah. The Tropicana maitre d' was played by William Hamill, who we previously discussed, in Lucy is on Saint. The orderly at the hospital was played by Desi's camera and lighting stand-in, Bennett Green, who mm. we've seen a bunch of times. I thought I recognized yeah. him. <laughs> Mr. Stanley, the other father in the waiting room with the nine girls that Fred suggested he used to start a softball team, <laughs> he was played by Charles Lane. He was born in 1905 and had over 200 film roles, including It's a Wonderful Life, Mm. Mighty Joe Young, Arsenic and Old Lace, and You Can't Take It With You. Nice. He was good friends with Lucy, and she loved appearing opposite him with his, like, serious straight man characters Mm. and her goofy Lucy character. And he'll appear again on I Love Lucy a few times, and he's actually going to have a recurring role on The Lucy Show for, like, the first season, I think. Oh, wow. The police officer was played by Ralph Montgomery. He was born in 1911 and worked as a character actor and appeared in The Babe Ruth Story, The Asphalt Jungle, Adam's Rib, Sorrowful Jones with Lucille Ball, Mm. and he had a recurring role on Days of Our Lives, which is really mostly only interesting to me, (laughs) especially since I didn't see him on that show because his role was in 1977 and... I was yet to be born.
1: You haven't watched all the back episodes?
0: I know. I'm a fake fan.
1: Yeah. I didn't have a horse in this race, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> Why are you even talking about this? You don't know anything.
0: I don't. Yeah, there's only like 60 years to catch up on. It's not a big deal. So so what? what's the problem? I've been alive for several decades, so I probably actually have to catch up on a few. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah, it's nothing. Get to it. Yep. Yeah. So the nurses were Hazel Pierce, Ruth Parrott, (laughs) Barbara Pepper, Adele Longmire, and Peggy Ray. Had a big nursing staff in this one. So obviously Hazel Pierce is Lucy's camera and lighting stand-in. We've seen her a bunch of times. And we've seen Barbara Pepper several times, too, and we discussed her during Breaking the Lease. And Ruth Parrott, who, remember, was on My Favorite Husband, we saw her during Pioneer Woman, Mm -hmm. and we discussed her at that time. So, the others, Adele Longmire, she was born in 1918 and acted in theater, and she actually went to Hollywood when someone suggested her for the part of Scarlett O'Hara. Oh, wow. Which, obviously, she didn't appear in that film. No. She didn't get the part, but she did have roles in a bunch of different shows and movies. Well, mo- more shows than movies. Uh, she was in The Long Ranger and the Robert Montgomery Presents show, and... Peggy Ray was born in 1921, and she worked as a production secretary at MGM. Hmm. She appeared in Bonanza, Gunsmoke, The Dukes of Hazard, and The Golden Girls. So she kept acting, like, well into the 80s. Wow. And she'll appear a few more times on I Love Lucy. And little Ricky, And his very first appearance, was played by five-day-old James John wow. Ganser. So I don't actually know where they found this child, because he doesn't like go on to become an actor i don't think they're
1: just finding kids all over the place on this show though i'm still i'm still out there with the butterfly net
0: (laughs) so in my notes section where i have my thoughts all i wrote was baby 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 boy baby (laughs) because i was excited about the baby
1: she's baby crazy
0: yeah so what did you think
1: I thought it was pretty funny. I felt like there were a lot of plot lines going on. Yeah. But but overall I thought it was it was pretty cute. I thought it was pretty good pacing. So yeah, I thought it was a pretty good one.
0: Yeah. Obviously very important to the continuity of the series. Yes. <laughs> yes, pivotal. Yeah. So, we didn't have much in the way of pop culture this week. We did hear a section of Babalu again, which we've discussed many times before. It's our boy's signature song mm-hmm. there. there. It's was... nice
1: because if you have to drag him off stage, you don't feel cheated.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> we've seen it. Before. Yeah. <laughs> We did have, when the episode originally aired, there was a little scene tacked on at the end that was actually from the people at Philip Morris, who, as you'll all recall, is the sponsor of the show. Indeed. We discussed them many times. They were giving, like, well wishes and all of that to the Ricardos on their baby. This was the narration. I'll read it to you guys. Yes, there's a new baby, a wonderful baby at the Ricardos, and we at Philip Morris rejoice in the blessed event. We know that all our millions of friends join us in extending congratulations and good wishes to the Ricardos. May their lives together be filled with as much joy and laughter and carefree happiness as they have brought all of us week after week. To Lucy, to Ricky, and to the new baby, love and kisses from Philip Morris and all of America. That's cute. Yeah, and it's especially cute because, you know, just a little peek behind the curtain, we are actually recording this on October 15th, which, (laughs) as you guys probably know, is the 71st anniversary of the premiere of I Love Lucy, so that's just a nice little message that we got to revel in today, and I do have a link on YouTube for that video of that scene, so you guys can look at that if you want to. I'll link it in the show notes.
1: No, did you have any favorite lines? I did. um, I accidentally referenced them because (laughs) I didn't bold them in my notes like I usually do. But I did love Ricky being like, we should have a rehearsal because that entire scene is exactly what it's like trying to do anything with my dad. (laughs) Like, we have to rehearse (laughs) it and then it all goes to shit. (laughs) So that's just... And then I I just loved Lucy standing there by the couch calmly saying, hey, wait for me. Yeah. And then the nurse at the check-in, when she's like, would you like to give us a check? And he's like, huh? And she's like, a deposit? <laughs> and he's like, huh? And she's like, money. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to use that at some yeah. point in my life. <laughs> and then Ricky said to um, Mr. Stanley, I forgot my makeup. And Mr. Stanley says, you look all right to me. <laughs>
0: Like that because it was like you know, that could have been like a cringy kind of moment, a, yeah. a comment and response because it was the 50s. But he was just kind of like, Oh, yeah, no, you look fine, yeah. Why, so. What do
1: you make it for, yeah? And then I did this is insensitive, but I did like Ricky mispronouncing voodoo as voodoo, yeah. <laughs> I obviously it's inappropriate for him to be talking about voodoo, but I, I do enjoy the accent.
0: So I liked when Ricky, as Lucy, in their rehearsal of going to the <laughs> hospital, oh God, was yeah. like, "The time has come." He's so dramatic. Like he's posing for his statue. Yes. It was it was very dramatic. The
1: blessed moment of yeah. bringing <laughs> forth a baby Ricardo.
0: <laughs> and then when they're checking in at the hospital, and he's forgetting their doctor's name and their name, and he's like, "Mrs. Um um Ricardo, dear." Yeah. And also when Fred was like, From now on you can have your babies alone because it was just so dramatic. Yeah. Like as dramatic as Ricky was with feigning, Fred fainted first.
1: These men. Yeah. Weak as shit.
0: Lucy had to give birth, like she delivered a whole child and she was just super chill and the dude. Ethel stood like, between
1: a loaded gun and mm-hmm. Ricky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like that cop was just like copping it up. Ready to shoot whoever he needed to, and Ethel was like, No,
1: get it together. <laughs> Raging Latin lunatic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was so much like there, there was a certain amount of insensitivity with all of that, and you kind of expect some of that because it's the 50s and you kind of can overlook it. But some things, it's just like weird. Some things in just a don't change, different world, but also the exact same world. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the more things change, the more they stay yeah. the same.
0: Well, did you have anything else that you wanted to discuss with us?
1: No, I think that's pretty close to it. I think we we pretty much covered it.
0: Yeah, we discussed just about everything. This it's-
1: is one of those episodes where the big point is more important mm-hmm. than everything else that happens in the episode. So it's the, the message is, there's a baby. It's yeah. not so much <laughs> the actual like beats that lead up to that.
0: It's also one of those episodes, like, have you noticed that whenever we have a big one that, like, people look forward to watching and discussing, those tend to be our shorter episodes? Because we're just yeah. like, yeah, it was Vitamin Me to Vegeman. It was really funny. Right? <laughs> you
1: all know the one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is just another one of those yeah. episodes. We knew that eventually she was going to have this baby and yeah. it was going to be really silly along the way. I was so. thinking,
1: I can't believe we're only at 22 minutes and we're already yeah in the closer, but, I mean, what else is there to say? Yeah. There was a baby, there was yelling, there was Mm -hmm. fainting, there was racism, there was babaloo, we hit all the points.
0: Yep. So, I guess please join us next week when we'll be discussing sales resistance, in which Lucy participates in capitalism. Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) We
1: haven't had many of those. I
0: know. (laughs) So, we hope you enjoyed this one and you'll be back again next week (laughs) for some more shenanigans and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher to make sure you never miss an episode.
1: And follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteRedhead, on Tumblr and Facebook at MyFavoriteRedheadPodcast.
0: Tweet us at redhead or drop us a line at MyFavoriteRedheadPodcast at gmail.com.
1: And if you love Lucy and you enjoy our show, give us a good rating and review.